but it got across to Jason Demetrio, and Jason's with us now. Jason, good morning. Morning. How are you? Very well, thank you, mate. Look, let's go back to to last Saturday night first before we look at tomorrow night's game against Penrith. 27 points to 18. It was a really good victory for the Bunnies because you lost to Vita Totola very early in the game and Jai Arrow not too much after it. So it was a a really backs-to-the-wall performance there at Shark Park. Yeah, it was. It was, um, yeah, I mentioned it earlier in the week. It was a performance that showed our growth from last year. We lost a, uh, a middle forward early in the game a couple of times last year and it, it rattled us a little bit. But, uh, this year we showed some resilience and um, yeah, stayed at task and kept on with our process and were able to get through the game. So, uh, yeah, really happy with that. Well, talking about development over the last 12 months, uh, Jason, I mean, you discussed it with us uh, when we last spoke to you that uh, you expected the normal progression of development of Lachlan Ilias over the 12 months with the full season under his belt, but uh, that seemed to be on show in the game against the Sharkies. He was really good, wasn't he? Yeah, he was outstanding. It was funny when we were playing in Charity Shield or out in the middle of the field before the game and just uh, chatting away and all of a sudden feels like, you know, three, four years ago when it was only 12 months ago we were here and he was playing his first charity shield and he was, he was getting belted all over the park and looked a bit rusty, but his growth throughout the season was um, outstanding and he's backed that up. He's had a really good pre-season. Uh, he's comfortable with his role and he knows what areas he can grow in. And I'm looking forward to seeing him develop over the next season as well. He's, he's got a lot more in him, that's for sure. Well, I know one of the highlights we keep seeing is the Felice Cafusi tackle there on... Brandon Smith on Sunday, but an equally impressive tackle was the cover cover tackle from Lachlan on Ronaldo Mulatalo. Mulatalo thought he'd scored the opening try of the season for the Sharkies. And you look at his face, Jason, it's one of pure delight to, oh no, how did that just happen when the ball was knocked out of his head? Because it was a seriously fantastic cover defending tackle. Yeah, it was a, a great lesson for you long, young blokes to make sure they're finishing tries before they celebrate, I suppose. But, um, <laughs> it was an outstanding effort from Lockheed. But I said in the press conference afterwards that he does that every day of training. He's constantly moving and he's constantly competing and he's not willing just to give up points just because someone's made a mistake. He's happy to work hard and cover that mistake. And um, he takes that on the field. I watched him play for Greece in the World Cup. And, you know, although they um, competed hard and got a, they got a few hidings, but if you watch it closely, he's in the, in the frame. Every time someone makes a break, he's chasing back, regardless of the score. He just keeps competing. And, and that's what makes him the, the player he is, and that's what's going to allow him to keep developing. Jason, just uh, your observation on uh, Damien Cook. I mean, uh, obviously there's uh, other hookers who have been ahead of him for Australia and New South Wales State of Origin team, but, uh, gee, he wouldn't be out of place in either team, would he? Oh, not at all. You know, as far as I'm concerned, we've got the best hooker in the game. Um, I love coaching him. I think his ability to play fast and slow is improving all the time, um, and he's had a great pre-season. He, you know, people forget he's, he's an 80-minute hooker. And, you know, the guys he's competing with at, at rep level are guys who struggle to get through the 80 minutes at the level that he does. So, um, you know, we love having him at South. I'm really happy that he's extended and uh, he'll finish his career here. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he extends beyond this career, beyond the three years, because he's just that fit and he's that good a professional. Jason, you've got a uh, pretty short turnaround from Saturday night to tomorrow night. You're heading to Penrith Park. They've coming off a loss in the opening round. You've named Latrell Mitchell there at fullback. Does he have to do anything to prove his fitness beforehand, or, or is he going to play as far as you're concerned? Uh, yeah, we'll train this morning, and uh, as long as he walks in today and he's as, as good as he was yesterday, then he'll play. Uh, there's no reason to think he won't play, but 
it's a short turnaround, so you don't know each day. You know, he might come in if he's got any swelling or anything like that, then we won't risk him. But I'm I'm pretty confident. I'm 90% sure he'll play. And certainly, uh, you've started the season. I think we mentioned it also when we spoke. You were going to have a tough start to the year and two away games. Another one against uh, the Panthers coming off a loss. Uh, that's probably when they're going to be at their most dangerous because they've got a bye coming up. So they won't want to go in uh, two losses uh, and then sitting on a bye. No, for sure. But, um, you know, Penrith have been the benchmark for the last few years and you know, nothing's changed in my view. They're still a team that, um, commands respect and they earn that through the 80 minutes. They, they work extremely hard. They're a very fit and aggressive side and they wear you down and uh, we know how hard a task it's going to be and we're excited by the challenge. Uh, we're down a few troops ourselves so it's a bit of a back to the wall for us as well but I'm um, looking forward to getting out the foot of the mountains. Yeah, just on those two that are out, Jai Arrow and the hamstring and Tavita there with the concussion. How's Tavita? Is he, was, was he a chance if it had been later in the week or he'll be good for round three? How's the situation there? Yeah, he's a big chance if, if it had been later in the week. Um, but, yeah, he, he's actually pulled up fine. He's had no symptoms uh, since the, the day after and, you know, had a six-day uh, protocol. He probably would have been a chance of playing. But um, I'm, I'm more than happy for him to have the week off and, and get ready for round three and make sure that he's uh, 100% good to go. And Jai Arrow? Yeah, Jai's got a minor hamstring strain. It's hard to tell with Jai because he's good at phantom uh, skiing, so... Um, <laughs> he, he's uh, he's got a bit of carry on in him, but um, <laughs> he, he, he'll actually. I, I'm I'm hopeful that he'll be back for round three, maybe if not round four. But um, the good news is it's it's not as as bad as first feared. And Jason, there's a lot of uh, sort of news and comment and opinions swirling around about the independent uh, doctor in the bunker for uh, concussion matters. Your view on things? Oh, my view is simple. But it, I, I don't believe any doctor, uh, independent doctor, is going to make decisions based on the scoreboard or who it is. Um, and for that fact, then it's a good idea. And all with, you know, it's new to the game, so we have to sit down with the independent doctors and educate them on how the game works and, and the type of things that they need to be looking out for. But as, as they get used to the role, it's only going to get better. But there's, there's a lot more downside than letting to let club doctors or players or coaches have control. So I'm, I'm all for it. One of the discussions uh, yeah, we're getting a lot of now with our listeners and, and mates when you're talking rugby league, it's the short goal line dropout. It's come into the game in, say, the last season and a half. Are you a fan of it? And if you are, what's the benefit for it for the team kicking short? Yeah, well, it, it has a few benefits. Obviously, um, it, it stops you having a long kick chase. And when you're defending on your try line, you only have to go back you know, five, six metres and sometimes you don't have to go back at all because you're right on your try line. So... Um, for some teams, that's easier to defend, um, and, for, and it's a little bit harder to attack uh, right on the trial line than it is maybe 10, 20 metres off the trial line. So there's a, there's a defensive advantage there. But um, the other thing is you're a chance of getting the ball back. Um, if someone says you land the kick on the mark and you're 50-50 chance of getting the ball back, then obviously it's worth taking as opposed to just kicking it long and being no chance of getting it back. So uh, that's the theory behind it. And um, you know, it's again, it's, it's about game awareness. How are you leading? How much you're leading by? Are you, you know, are you behind? All those type of things come into, into contention. But um, yeah, there's a, there's a right time for it. That's for sure. So it's it's easier to defend five to ten meters out when you're on your try line than say twenty to, to thirty meters out. Yeah, well, you got to get back a full ten. Um, and when you're on your try line, your fullback generally stands in the line as well. So you've got full thirteen defenders on the try line as opposed to 12 or, you know, and if you're 
say, 20 metres off your trial line and tackle three, the third guy out of the tackle might not get back on site. So you might only have 11 guys in the line than a fullback. So it obviously opens up a bit more space to attack. But on the trial line, generally, unless someone gets left on the ground, you've got 13 guys on the line and less space to attack in and less time because the defence is coming at you straight away. So that, there are uh, subtleties in how you attack that and ways that you yeah, create that space. But generally, it's harder for, for teams to attack right on the goal line. And for a team like you have got some high flyers, uh, it's worth the uh, the chance of getting that footy back, isn't it? Oh, for sure, yeah. I mean, I think it's a psychological blow as well. You've got to repeat that. You feel like you're on the, you're on the front foot and then you get a short drop out in there and the opposition team gets a ball back, it sort of hurts you. And on the other side, if you're the team who's defending the try line and all of a sudden you've got a short drop out and you've got the ball back, you get a, a spring in your step as well. So um, there's that side of it as well. Uh, look, it's always a pleasure to catch up with you, Jason. One thing you must like about this season, you're not going to be asked about Adam Reynolds and Lachlan Elias every time you have a press conference now. Uh, we'll wait and see. Eh? That, um, <laughs> already been mentioned. So, um, yeah, I don't know. He's, he, as long as he keeps establishing himself as a knight immortal, uh, Lock, he will be all right. <laughs> Good on you, Jason. Good luck tomorrow night against Penrith, mate. We'll catch up again soon. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.